0: Is lit. I'm Luca Doncic, and this is Locked On Mavericks
1: podcast. No,
0: no, this no. is gonna be huge. Yeah. 360 in the contract, never that. I just take the contact. I will bring it back. I'm running on the fast break behind the back. Yeah, this, that, this, that, this, this that. Dirk with the back. Oh! <laughs> Let's go! Welcome. to are locked on the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engsted, and joining me. As always, my co-host, contributor at Mavs.com, Isaac the Trill himself. What you got for me, Isaac
1: Harris? The Trill. Guys, here we are. We're doing an emergency podcast for Willie Collie Stein.
0: The beacons have been lit, and here we are.
1: I mean, it's just a move. We had to do it. We put it on Twitter. Literally, how many tweets did we get when the deal went down? We spoke this into existence. Because
0: after we finished recording the podcast last night, which we had all kinds of issues uploading and everything, I literally was up from 2 to 3 a.m. trying to upload this podcast from yesterday.
1: I had a text from you from like at like 4.30. I woke
0: up again at 5.30 my time to try and see if I could get it again. That's the kind of dedication we have. Um, And then we were texting after the, the podcast last night, like, all right. Whatever trade happens, if any kind of trade happens, even if it's a stupid one, let's do an emergency pod. It's fun, we like to do it, and there's going to be implications and all kinds of stuff. And then here we go, two trades in one day, the very next day. Uh, So on this pod, we'll be breaking down the Mavericks, two trades they made today. The Dallas Mavericks traded Isaiah Roby to the Oklahoma City Thunder for Justin Patton and cash considerations. It's time, right now. Pour one out. Actually, I'm just going to drink, but pour one out. Pour one out for the Justin Patton era in Dallas, <laughs> along with Zach Randolph and many many others. His time will be missed. <laughs> with uh, what about the Isaiah Roby era? The Isaiah Roby era was short lived. the uh, The highest paid second round pick in uh, in, in NBA history, I guess.
1: <laughs> I like I like the kid. Um, I literally just watched him. No, we're not doing we're
0: one, not doing but... the RIP yet. We're just going through the trades, and we'll go through. Each, okay, we'll go through okay, each okay. One. So then that trade was made, uh, Dallas then sent Golden State a 2020 second round pick, it was the Utah, uh, Utah's pick for Willie Colley Stein, and they waived Justin Patton. So those are the two trades that were made, we'll break those down, we'll give our full reaction, all the analysis, all the stuff. All right, now that we know, we've set the table. Isaac Harris, the Justin Patton era is over, and also the Isaiah Roby era is over. He was uh, you know, a guy that we liked, He was fun to have around. Uh, It seemed like he was probably younger than every single person listening to this podcast. (laughs) At least the way that he he looked, but he's now going to the Thunder. Um, Yeah. Poor went out for the Isaiah Roby era in Dallas. Never played a game.
1: Yeah. Super, uh, super raw. You know, you asked me, uh, you know, just theoretically on the pod, was it yesterday or when Powell went down and said, Hey, are we going to see any Roby minutes? And I emphatically said, No. (laughs) <laughs> um just wasn't gonna happen i mean roby he's, he's just not at a place to play minutes for uh you know a, a playoff type of team and he's gonna take time uh, i still have hope for him he seems like a, a great kid and he's a very
0: was- specific player too he's like
1: not really a 4 not really
0: a 3 he's like you know how before there'd be like the Jason Maxell Draymond types and we're like oh they're tweeners how can you play them and then the warriors used Draymond Green in the right way and they figured out how to use him well Isaiah Roby feels like an even more of a tweener tweener right like he's not really a 4 not really a 3 not you know uh, and you have to figure out a, you know the best possible role for him and i just don't think that role was in Dallas i mean the the the, no. the way that they try to play um, maybe he could have fit into that Dorian Fitty smith kind of role eventually, but I don't think his shot was there to get to that
1: point. If, if he came like two or three years ago, and he played on the team the last like two or three years, and they developed him a little bit, I would understand. But yeah. he just didn't fit their timeline right now, and yep. uh, now he gets to go to OKC. But the biggest part of this deal, the Justin Patton thing, one, if they kept Justin Patton, I would have been okay. Just it would have been confusing because he doesn't kind of really fit the um, – like, not that Willie Colley Stein's uh, just a, an old vet, but he Patton is really young. So it's Willie like, Colley- really-
0: Willie cauley Stein has played more than t- nine games in the NBA. So that's, true, that's how true. many Justin Patton had played in the NBA at this did-
1: point. <laughs> I did like Patton uh, coming out of Creighton. He had that leg issue, went to Minnesota, blah, blah, blah. But then the other day, it was literally like 10 days ago, he put a 45 in the G League, the most, you know, high scoring. With, with like 14 points, nine assists, and like four blocks, and like four threes or
0: something like that. He had like a yeah. crazy game.
1: We literally, like Nick and I, stay on Skype for kind of sometimes a while after we it's hit record. The after after show. And I keep on getting texts about this thing. And, uh, one, we literally watched the uh, Justin Patton highlights the the other night after the pod. And we're like, "Dang, did you see these?" And uh, so anyway, they they make uh, they made that trade, but then you know it quickly came out that they were going to waive him. Got some tweets. It's like, "Hey, why why are they doing this? You know, why would they trade for a guy that they're just going to waive?" And it that trade just comes down to this: if you're going to create a roster spot, which they were going to, and Isaiah Roby yeah. is the man out, then. When you waive someone, you're still on the books for their money unless someone else claims them. So they probably got some type of thing, and you know, of like, hey, probably nobody's going to claim Isaiah Roby. So therefore, hey, anybody across the league, do you have somebody that does not have guaranteed money for next year that we could basically swap them out for? And Isaiah because Roby Jeff, had
0: money guaranteed for next year.
1: It's exactly. Not, this, is, this
0: trade's not necessarily about this year; it's about the money next year as well.
1: Yes. Because when you waive some money, you're on the you're on the books for the rest of that contract. So yeah. when you when if they waived Roby and no one claimed him, you would still have to pay Roby next year one point five million. So by trading for Patton, Patton didn't have any guaranteed money for the next two years. So it's just it ends at the end of this year. So therefore when you waive Patton, no more money is on your books moving forward. And now OKC okay, so you basically save money for next year and you got cash considerations in the deal, whatever it is, to, you know, just wave you know, and get a roster spot. So totally made sense. That's the type of small maneuvering that just makes Donnie Nelson a genius when it comes to that stuff. Yeah.
0: Just doing that, not having to basically no waste, right? Like you know, how they yeah. talk about Native Americans used every part of the animal. That's what I feel like this these two trades kind of did. Is you you don't have the money for next year. They basically got off of his contract for next year. Uh, yeah. Willie Colley-Stein, they bring in, and he yeah. has a player option for next year. So this, Willie Colley-Stein, his, his deal is $2.17 million this year, and then a player option for $2.28 million next year. If he plays well at all in Dallas, he'll turn that down, right? <laughs> and, if, yeah. and if he doesn't, then you get him next year again for this minimum kind of deal. Um, but yeah, so that's the two trades that happened. Uh, that's went down. What was your instant reaction to, or actually coming up, let's get into that. What was your instant reaction to these trades? Where were you? What were you thinking? Uh, and what was your like thoughts as soon as it said Dallas is acquiring Willie Colley Stein from Golden State? So let's talk about that coming up after this. All right, Isaac, let's get into it. What was your reaction when you saw? Well, I was I was driving and I saw the notification on my phone. Uh, it was in a phone holder. I was not holding it. I was being very safe, but I just saw it come up on my phone. Sham Sarania says Dallas is acquiring Willie Colley Stein. Now I said, "Huh." That's what I said.
1: Well, so backing up to the patent thing, I was we were at the mall. My wife and the one more uh, thing, came. My my wife and son because <laughs> it kind of plays into it. My wife and son um were were at the mall. Shopping, eating Chick fil A uh, at North Park Mall. If you go to North Park, you nuggets and, uh, or sandwich guy? Nuggets. Yeah, let's go. I knew you were um, a nuggets guy. Yeah, I like nuggets. And so, if you're anyway, a strips guy at Chick fil A, you're insane. You're just insane so. Person. So, I'm I'm officially <laughs> the guy that sits on the bench with my kid instead of going in like Victoria's Secret or Sephora or some of these stores that I do wife, that with my, my phone likes. now. So I'm sitting there. I'm the bad parent. I'm like moving the stroller back and forth, but reading my phone and just like all that because all the, just, all the Justin Patton stuff is, uh, is, is like going down and stuff. And I immediately text you and we were kind of going back and forth a little bit of saying, all right, if they're going to waive Justin Patton for a free agent, which at the time Brad Townsend was tweeting out are we sure we want whatever free agent over Justin Patton? Because <laughs> I, I was like, I would rather have Justin Patton than majority of the guys are free agents right now that we've heard. Uh, then, so then we leave them all. Okay. You might, you might actually laugh at this a lot. Oh boy. We're going down the road. We're at the, we're at the stoplight. My wife pulls out her Victoria's secret bag and she's like showing me some new clothing. Your eight months pregnant wife. <laughs> Yes, she's showing me some new clothing that she got Victoria's Secret. Okay. And so I'm sitting there, I'm like, yeah, cool. Like, man, that looks awesome stuff. Bam. We, we not- have no idea where this is going, man. This is. I know. I don't know. <laughs> Notification comes up and it's the Shams Tweet. And I'm like, whoa, okay, dang, this happened fast. I'm like, all thing, in my, mind. all right. Well, how much money is he made? I'm sitting there going through all of it. See, she'll, she's still showing me stuff, and she goes, "You don't care. You care more about, you, you care more about this NBA trade than this piece of clothing." We'll just leave it at that. That I just bought at Victoria's Secret. I'm like, honey, my mind is everywhere right now. We can talk about that in just a second. And so, anyway. <laughs> Uh, yeah, there you go. It's uh, it was fun. So needless to say, I was like wrapped NBA, up into that NBA trades better than sex. Well, my second kid's coming, so uh, <laughs> I don't know about that. Hey, two trades uh, in one day and a kid, second kid on the way. <laughs> I'm still holding holding fast that uh, our baby girl. Hey, how many months weeks. ago was
0: the Porzingis trade? Nine months, right? Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's hilarious. Uh no, it wasn't nine months. It was almost a year ago. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, pulling back in, um, I it's funny that it was Willie Cauley Stein because our friend Jonathan Sharks, friend of the pod, everything he had just sat on a Ringer pod the other day. He's like, man, I wish they would go after Willie Cauley Stein. Because the difference of paying Willie Colley Stein and getting him for cheap for like two million a year, compared to making a big deal for an Andre Drummond and paying yeah. him like 28 million a year, it's just not worth it. When a guy like Cauley Stein is a cheap flyer type of guy who fits the the mold that you want in this Dwight Powell role, and bam, and then went and so immediately I think everybody else I was thinking the same thing I'm like, what's it? You know What are we sending back? I didn't think it was going to be technically like a, a player or something. I was waiting for the picks. My, I mean, my first I thought like, was Are they sending their Golden State their own
0: pick back? There's no way. That was my know, first thought. I feel thought. like all of us There's were all no sitting way. there
1: saying, Please don't let it be the Golden State pick. And. Then it came out that his Utah pay. I'm like, we got him basically for nothing. And yeah. I'm like, if you you literally just pulled it. It, it, it all comes down to like the Wesley Matthews thing. If you're going to pay Wes 18 million a year or whatever it was, it, it's going to suck because, dang, you set the expectations so high. Yeah. Bringing a Willie Colley Stein for nothing, then I mean, his baseline's like right, I mean, at the bottom. So whatever he does, now going forward, it's going to be quote steal from everyone, and and it's great. I think is it is an amazing trade for where they're at. Yeah, and it, you know we're not talking about this massive
0: upside. He was the sixth pick in the draft five years ago, uh, so there's you know there's some maybe untapped potential. He spent his entire career in Sacramento, and then last year went to Golden or this year went to Golden State in their worst season they've ever had. Probably uh, he's been into some bad situations we've never really seen. it, Besides. Last year on Sacramento, we've never seen him on like a winning team like the Mavericks are. Uh, and he's played with De'Aaron Fox, but he's never played with a point guard like Luka. And that's yeah. huge. Uh, and I think that that could be really big for him. Mavs have solid point guards. If he could get out there with J.J. Barea and get any kind of you know, chemistry with him, that would, that would be huge for him. Um, but okay. well, I want to go back to the trades a little bit because uh, I, th- uh, I think Brad Townsend pointed this out on Twitter. So that Utah second-round pick... Came in the trade that the Mavericks made during the draft this past year, when they traded down to get Isaiah Roby. So they were at the thirty seventh pick. They traded down, got two second round picks for their you know to go down to the forty fifth pick, draft Isaiah Roby. Then they trade Isaiah Roby, you know to get, to get off of his contract, and then they trade that extra second they got for Willie colley Stein, which is pretty crazy. Like they got they basically got that for trading down and then got the guy that they wanted, got to look at you know Isaiah Roby for a little while, decided that they wanted to move on and get you know get somebody else that could help now, and then they get Willie Cauley-Stein. Basically, like you said, for free, like literally for free, yeah. because of
1: the moves that Donnie Nelson made. Yeah, so I mean, he basically, if you want to look at it in, in, a, in a, a different type of lens, it basically was a free agent signing. I mean, you give up a, a second round pick, a free second round pick that is basically in the 50s. That you got for trading down. Yeah, that you got for trading down. You know, most of these picks in the 50s, they don't even, you know, touch the league. (laughs) You know, so some of them are just drafting stash guys. So you basically got him for free. He's basically a free agent. And, you know, look at his age. He's 26 years old. These are guys on the Mavericks roster that are older than Willie Colley Stein right now. Oh. Dwight Powell, Tim Hardaway Jr., Maxie. Seth Curry's three years older than Willie Cauley-Stein. DeLon Wright's older. J.J. Barea, Boban, Courtney Lee, Ryan Brokoff's three years older than him. So, I mean, he, he immediately steps into the team. It's like, hey, he's been in the league for five years, but he's 26. I mean, guys like Maxi, Seth Curry, DeLon Wright, these other guys in the lineup, like, they're all older than him. So, there is a scenario to where he steps in and he becomes this lob threat, you know that he he just rolls to the basket. He rebounds. Some of the I, we can get to more into uh, the numbers of stuff that he's put up over the past year or so. But I think playing with Luca, man, I I think he's gonna he's gonna absolutely love playing with Luka Doncic.
0: Yeah, absolutely. All right, coming up, let's get into what Willie Cauley brings to the table. Um, some of the maybe misnomers about him, and then uh, just basically what he's gonna bring to Dallas. So coming up, let's get into that. All right, Isaac Harris, the one more thing king. What does Willie Colleystein bring to the table? Um, he's kind of known as a role man. His numbers do not really reflect that right now. He's not He's not Dwight Powell or Maxie right now when it comes to rolling. However, we did just talk about how he's only been on bad teams pretty much. Um, but his skill set should be as a role man.
1: Yes. You know, I think when you look at I mean, just looking at his synergy numbers, you you picture Willie Colley Stein as this lob catching guy, and you're like, man, he just fits the role as this, this, you know, rolling through the paint, catching catching the lobs, which he will. He'll catch a ton of lobs in Dallas, especially from Luka, and that'll be amazing. But just looking at his, and, and I do want to point out, you have to also look at the point guards and stuff he's playing with, you know, who he's been playing with in Golden State this year, who he'll play with in Sacramento. But the past two years, he's been kind of average when you look at his pick and roll numbers. Um, as far as, you know, two years ago in Sacramento, according to synergy as the pick and roll roll man, um, he had the, he had a good rating. He was in the 63rd percentile this year in golden state. Uh, he kind of, he has another good rating in the 58th percentile. So a little above average as the roll man in the pick and roll, but something he is really good at is he will get out and run. He is amazing in transition and Synergy backs that up of he has I mean literally this year he's in a 99th percentile excellent in transition. Last year in Sacramento, he had an excellent rating in Synergy in the 93rd percentile. This is all points per possession, 1.4 points per possession. 2 years ago in Sacramento, he will get out and run and that will especially at this pace that Dallas wants to run, that will be uh that will be fun to see. This massive Willie Cauley Stein just out and running with Luka in them.
0: Another thing he brings to the table is something that the Dallas Mavericks didn't have before this trade and may have never had, if if I can remember correctly. The Mavericks have never had a guy with face tattoos.
1: Right? I don't think they've ever... Not that I can think of. Somebody correct me. My wife asked me. She goes, "Does he have neck tattoos?" Because she thought that, and I was like, "Yes, yeah. yes, he does." And I'm, I'm all here for it. And, and he has face tattoos that
0: apparently uh, say "heart" in Filipino. That was what one of our listeners told us. Interesting. It's the Fili- okay. It's a p- Filipino word, uh, p u s o. It's tattooed on his cheeks, uh, and it means heart. So he's got heart on his mm. cheeks. So there you go. Um yeah, he's he should be uh you know rim roller. He's pretty good. He's a better rebounder than Dwight Powell, I I think. And maybe that's just because he's bigger than Dwight Powell. He is a legit seven footer. Uh he'll get some offensive rebounds too. Um last year forty percent of his rebounds were contested, and so he's not just you know grabbing rebounds that nobody is going after, like he'll get a contested rebound here and there, which is you know, that's a solid number. That's not you know super great, but it's solid. Um defensively. This is not your, he, he can block shots right now. He's blocking like 1.2 per game in 22 minutes, which is, you know, decent. Um, he can be really lethargic on defense and we've seen him, uh, maybe this is just because he's only played on these bad teams except for last year's Sacramento team. Uh, he can look like a negative on the court for sure. If he is disinterested and we have learned if anything, that rick carlisle does not stand for that and so this is one of these things where it's kind of a make or break next month two months for willie collie stein in the rotation i think with carlisle like this is his time his clock starts now whereas if carlisle is going to trust him or not
1: and that that was when you go back to the summer you know he was a free agent and you know a lot of people were talking like man for a cheap option for dallas would they pursue collie stein and you know, he was one of those guys. I'm like, you know what? He does fit the role. He fits that type of what we've been so specific on how they want to use this center position and this designed role that they have. And he would fit that design role, but you know, things didn't work out. He went to golden state for whatever reasons. We don't know if they even pursued him or not, or if they did. And he just picked golden state. We don't know. Um, But you know, with the, with Willie, you know, it's, it, everything over the summer when we were talking about it, the biggest concern was the motor, however you want to word yeah. that, and his effort on the defensive end. And we just went through this with Nerlens, you know, a year or so ago. So, you know, if a skinny Kentucky big man is coming back, you know, coming here to Dallas, and sometimes he has had some of that stuff uh, written about him, said about him, as far as that stuff, and how will that mesh with with, with Rick Carlisle? I don't know, and that that's to be seen, and you want to be optimistic about it, but it's also something you can't ignore coming in also. Yeah,
0: and then as far as future moves for the Mavericks, I don't think they're done yet. Sham um, Sharania posted this on his like league pass, or what was it, the inside pass column that he has. Uh, quote Rival teams say that the Mavericks are aiming to clear a roster spot for flexibility first via trade. Dallas has opened up talks in the marketplace to acquire a wing player and a center, the, the latter of which could come in the free agent space, uh, which it did, right? It came in the space. Yeah, they they traded basically a pick for... They didn't trade any
1: players for Willie I think, stein they, I, they think, I think Willie in, went um, into the exception. Right, yeah, yeah. Well, y- True to a piece of the. I think Willie so, went into a piece. So of they're the
0: still estate. apparently Dallas is the what you can get from that. What, what Shams yeah. said basically is that they're still planning to acquire a wing player. So some kind of wing player out
1: there. I so. mean, they kept all the assets. I mean, yeah. everything that you want to talk about how they can go get somebody big or wing, they kept all. Of. They kept the Courtney the expiring. They kept all the young guys. They kept the Golden State second rounder, which is huge. So you know, they kept everything. They they basically just got the serviceable you know, big to with upside. Replay. with, with upside for absolutely nothing. I mean, I, I seen, you know, we both followed, you know, m- multiple national guys on Twitter and I've seen different national, uh, national guys quote tweet that Shams tweet or Woj or whoever it was. And they're just like, that's it. That's it. Question mark. Is this all they're giving up? Is this Utah second round pick in the fifties for, for Willie Colley Stein? So, uh, I like that it sets the bar really low for Willie, like we we're saying, because if they did give up, let's just say the goal even the golden state pick, there would be a certain expectation with that. Or if they gave up, you know, something else on top of that to when we would have bigger expectations for Willie coming in and saying, Man, this better work out. Yeah. And that's the that's the cool part about it. If you know, if he does kill it this, you know, this year, yeah, he could opt out and go get more money. Or if he is if he does kill it or if he you just it just does his role and even if he opts in, like something that my wife even asked me when we walked in the door, she goes, What does that do what does that mean for like Dwight Powell next year? And I'm like, Well, actually it doesn't really mean anything because, you know, you can still have them both on the roster. You just bring one off the bench next yeah.
0: year. Yeah, you start if he if Willie Cauley proves to be like this incredible, you know, fit like he's a, he's Dwight Powell that also rebounds. Like <laughs> you're like, okay, heck yeah, you know, start him, bring Powell off the bench. That's what we've been talking about. Um, you also, if he opts out of the contract, you can still have his 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 rights. right? you can sign him okay. using the bird rights, and you can you can keep him and not and go over the cap. Um, and so that's I think it's it's all positives. You get a flyer on him. We're not saying he
1: comes in and fixes all these things, uh, but you, he's not stepping in and, and being Tyson Chandler. So yeah. you're not are not expecting that. But there is an, a level of intrigue that you want to see. and and you want to, Yeah. What does Dallas do next? You know we. <clears throat> uh, I'd reached out to Mavs front office earlier in the day when the first deal went down. (laughs) And basically the sense, the sense I got back was, Hey, still working on some things. And so, you know, figuring out what's coming next and seeing what, what's going to happen moving forward. So we'll see what happens with that. But I think, you know, the big thing now is you lose Dwight Powell, you put Willie Collie Stein in that spot. What's the biggest difference? You know, even just doing, just comparing their years this year, they've both started thirty-seven games this year. You know, Dwight's played forty games. Willie's played forty-one, and Dwight's averaging just a tad. You know, he's averaging twenty-six minutes a game. Willie's been averaging twenty-two minutes a game, so Dwight's been averaging about four more minutes a game. But Willie's the better, re, you know, a little bit better rebounder than Dwight. Like you said, he's an actual seven-footer. Dwight's more of like a six-ten, so he's a taller, better rebounder. But where Dwight does get him is Dwight has the motor, the hustle, and all of that stuff. So you know, it, it, what, however you want to compare the two of, hey, if Willie can get the motor that Dwight has, which is really hard to do, not many people have that type of motor, but if he can really buy into the system, he is a better rebounder and bigger than Dwight. So catching lobs and stuff, man, that's going to be fun. How soon before we get you know a, the first big massive lob thrown down by Willie and everybody's posting videos and gifs of it and, and freaking out and saying you know tweeting out and said for free we got <laughs> it for free and let's go and so uh, it's a it's a good upside move for for Dallas yeah and now it allows them to focus on the wing spot because you know when you have your <laughs> you know, when you have these assets and which isn't a ton of assets for Dallas but they can go get you something. If you had to pick between the two, we were we've been on the board saying definitely prefer a wing over the big. Yeah, use more and, assets for the wing than the big. Exactly. So if you were going to do a flyer type for the for a wing or a big, I would much rather gladly look at this and say, hey, we did the flyer and, and you know spent the second rounder on a big instead of. The wing, because there is a completely different scenario that you spend all of these assets and go out and get like Andre Drummond, and you're paying you 28 million, and then you turn around and have a flyer on you know some random wing out of the G League. I'm I, I like it this way around. Now we got to see what type of wing to where we look at February 8th or whenever the day after Sixth. the deadline, February 6th, and oh, we're on February, after the if we're on February 7th and we're like, dang, we traded this and. You know, we got insert high-quality wing and Willie Cauley-Stein that we could be really happy coming out of the deadline. Absolutely. There you go. We'll be
0: back again. There's a, a game tomorrow or today, whenever you listen. There's a game on Saturday. So we'll be back. Uh, random weird Early time. Game. <laughs> Early game. Uh, what is that? That's 4 o'clock Central Time. Maps at Jazz. Very weird game. Uh, so that, we'll be back after that. Game. Guys, thanks so much for listening to Locked on Mavs. Peace out. Boom.